listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. This is the third and final installment in our series on positioning. Today, I'm going to show you how to take all the hard work we've been doing so far, how to take the story that you're telling and the end result or the outcome that your client is looking for and bring it all together into one simple sentence that is going to get your target client's attention. Before we get into that, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, you're going to want to check that out right now. You can head over to 5leadgen.com for immediate access to the entire course free of charge. That's 5leadgen.com and you can spell out five or use the number either one works. The one sentence I'm going to show you how to construct is called a trigger statement, and it was developed by a guy named Sean D'Souza, who runs the marketing blog Psychotactics.com. Sean wrote a book called The Brain Audit, in which he outlined a step-by-step process to get your clients to buy, based on how the brain receives and processes information. Now, The Brain Audit is a fascinating read, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. But one of the critical pieces of Sean's approach is something called the trigger statement. The trigger statement is a simple sentence designed to immediately get your target client's attention. If you're speaking to the right person, the trigger statement simply signals to their brain that you have something they need. And when that registers, they're going to want to learn more about what you do. So let's take a look at the three elements of an effective trigger statement, and then we'll go through a few examples as well. The first element of the trigger statement is what Sean calls a target profile. For the trigger statement to work, you have to know who you're talking to. It is impossible to craft a trigger statement that speaks to a broad or vague audience. The audience or the profile has to be specific for the statement to be meaningful. Now, we cover the importance of targeting a specific profile in our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms. So for more advice and insight on why it's critical to choose a specific profile and how to get that profile's attention, you can join the course at 5leadgen.com. The second element of the trigger statement is a problem. See, the average person receives over 3,000 marketing messages per day, and not all of them get through. Most of them get ignored altogether. Some of them get a little bit of attention, and very few of them get real undivided attention. And the goal here is to make your message one of those very few, one of the lucky few that gets your target client to sit up and take notice. But to do that, you have to go after a problem that's really bothering them, a problem that's been weighing on their minds, a problem that keeps them up at night. Think back to our previous lesson on storytelling. Every hero in every story has a problem. And the story doesn't just focus on any problem. The story focuses on the one problem that is preventing the hero from achieving his goals. The third element of the trigger statement is the solution. Now, if you get the problem right, the solution is pretty straightforward. It is simply the inverse of the problem. So if the problem is something like being overweight, the solution is to lose weight. 
Now that sounds simplistic, but the thing is the details of how you'll lose weight are not important just yet. This is just a trigger statement. It is designed to trigger attention. It is not going to convey your entire pitch or your entire message. It's just trying to get that initial attention so the buyer is then engaged and wants to learn more. Now let's take a look at some examples and I'll start as usual with my own firm. My target profile is the boutique consulting firm who wants to generate more leads. So they're boutique in that they're small and they're specialized. They're a consulting firm, usually in the B2B space, and they're interested in lead generation. They want more leads coming in at the top of their funnel so they can close more of those leads into paying customers. The problem my profile faces is that they don't really know how to go about building a marketing plan or a lead generation plan. They have some ideas, they have some thoughts, they've seen that some things that work, but they don't know how to go about choosing the tactics that are going to work for their firm. The solution is that they need somebody who understands marketing and understands their business and understands lead generation to build them a plan that they can actually execute. So my trigger statement would look something like this. I help boutique consulting firms who want to generate more leads, build actionable marketing plans that bring in business. Now put yourself in the buyer's shoes. If you're a boutique consulting firm and lead generation is a concern, that statement is probably going to get your attention. Now let's take a look at one of my clients, OneView Contract Management Solutions. They are a software and services company that helps large enterprises with contract management. Now, they have a number of different target profiles for the different services that they provide, for their software, and for the different industries and verticals that they serve. But one of their target profiles for one of their service offerings is the CIO on the acquirer side of an M&A deal who is struggling with post-M&A technology transition. So you have a buyer who purchased another company, and the CIO, the chief information officer, is responsible for merging the technologies of the two companies. Now, the problem that this CIO faces is that on the one hand, he is responsible for the big picture technology transition, but he's also responsible for managing the renegotiations with all of these technology vendors on both sides of the deal. And depending on the size of the company, it can easily be into the hundreds of vendors. So the solution is simple. OneView can come in and they can actually renegotiate those technology agreements on behalf of the CIO's company. And here's the trigger statement. We help the CIO's office save time and money by renegotiating technology contracts in a post M&A environment. So if you're a CIO and you're in the middle of an M&A or right before a deal is about to get done and you're worried about how you're going to manage and renegotiate these hundreds of technology agreements, that statement is going to get your attention. Finally, let's take one more example from another one of my clients, and this is more of a B2C example. The company is called WeFlip, and WeFlip partners with homeowners to renovate their homes and get them ready for sale so they can achieve a higher sale price. So the target profile is homeowners who want to sell their homes but know that they need to make some renovations and make some upgrades to be able to get the best price for their home. The problem that these homeowners face is that to renovate their homes, they need a lot of cash. It could cost 40, 50, 60, upwards of 100, $150,000, depending on the price of the home, to renovate and to make the right upgrades that buyers are going to want to see. And so the solution is that WeFlip comes in and they renovate the entire home at no upfront cost to the homeowner, and then they take a percentage of the proceeds upon sale. 
And so the trigger statement could look something like this. Do you want to sell your home for what it's really worth? We help homeowners renovate their homes and get the highest possible sale price without spending a dime up front on renovations. So again, if you're a homeowner, if you know you need to renovate, if you want to sell your home and get the most possible value out of the sale, you're probably going to want to learn more. So to wrap this up, how do you actually use the trigger statement? Where do you actually say this? Where do you put it? And the answer is you can put this anywhere. You should be putting this anywhere you have a first interaction with a prospect. So that could be on your homepage. That could be when you meet somebody at a networking event and they ask you that dreaded question, what do you do? That could be on the about page of your website. That could be in a lead generation campaign. That could be at the end of a blog post. That could be on your LinkedIn profile. Anywhere that new prospects would discover you and find you for the first time, you want to be putting your trigger statement there. Now, the way the trigger statement looks can be framed differently depending on where you're putting it, depending on the medium, depending on the nature of the channel. But at some level, the three elements need to be there. You have to have your profile clear, you have to have the problem clear, and you have to have the solution there. And when these three elements come together, people are going to want to learn more. So that is a wrap on this lesson and our series on positioning. Coming up next week on Forecast, we are going to look at the only three ways that you can grow your business. That's right. There are only three. There's no fourth and there's no fifth option. And we're going to cover that in next week's lesson. So stay tuned for that. If you haven't yet joined us inside the free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, go ahead and do that right now at 5leadgen.com. And you can spell out five or use the number. That's 5leadgen.com. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the show on iTunes, you're going to want to do that so that you can make sure that all of the latest lessons show up directly in your feed because we publish three times a week and there's a lot of great stuff that you're going to want to go through. So what you want to do is head over to iTunes, type in forecast marketing in the search box, find the show on the podcast listing, click on it, hit subscribe. And while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show. Thank you. Thank you.